it, Phil. Can it be the breeze that fills the trees with rare and magic perfume? Oh, no! It isn't the breeze, it's Jackson time. La da da da. Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. I'm joined here with Kathy Fuller Seeley, John Henderson, and Terry Phillips. <laughs> and uh, we are here to chat about uh, Jack Benny, of course. And uh, I think we'll start with uh, Kathy telling us a little bit about her impressions of the episode and, and the, the time it was from and so forth. Go ahead, Kathy. Well, I, I so appreciate you pointing this one out for us, uh, Daryl, because I've never seen it before. And I just, I, I love, it feels like a piece of early television with a little bitty something that looks like a market. And, and young people today would, they need to realize that's what, super, that's what markets looked like back in the day. They weren't gigantic, you know, uh, warehouses like Costco or Walmart were, but still, um, they're trying to cram a lot into a little, uh, Stage. I was very interested in the brand name product placements, a uh -huh. lot of Betty Crocker, some Bisquick, uh, uh, other other kinds of things. And the fact that the turkeys had legs on them. So, yeah. Uh, well, and I wonder if they did get paid for product placement back then, or if that was pre-product placement. Either that, or, or the or the riders' families, you know, ate plenty of boxed goods for months. <laughs> months to come. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe they just got it provided free from those companies, knowing that they'd it'd be seen. But I, I don't know. Um, Terry, what were your thoughts on it? I just had a couple of observations. Uh, one historical note that might have slipped past most viewers uh, was when uh, Frank Nelson was um, teasing Jack about having trouble pulling the carts, the shopping carts, apart. Yeah. And Jack said, it, "You know, it wasn't a, a routine. I just it was hard for me to do that." And Frank Nelson said, "Well." Aren't you Bernard McFadden? <laughs> Bernard McFadden was the kind of forerunner to Jack LaLanne, which is now another anachronism. I don't know, maybe the, the forerunner to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was a bodybuilder. Yes. And very famous uh, for his you know, health advice and so forth. And he was, nobody, I thought he was a governor, but uh, that's all. <laughs> he maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that too. But nobody would have missed that reference in 1954. Today, it's uh, definitely uh, an anachronism. John, what do you think? is instead a grocery store episode but because of that well i still thought it was hilarious i thought it was hilarious from start to finish the beginning with the yes. with the uh the maid thing yes. i won't spoil it too much because it's hilarious there's twists and turns uh, but i thought that whole section was hilarious and then he gets to the grocery store and this is the part that i could actually relate to like where he's trying to pull that card out that has happened to me so many times <laughs> And it's very rare in a Jack Benny episode that I can actually relate to something from my real life. <laughs> like, I, I definitely can see the humor in a lot of the things that where they talk about everyday life, you know, from the 50s or 40s or whatever. But it's rare that that's actually happened to me. And so I thought that was pretty fun. It was a pretty special thing. Um, yeah, and then uh, the the whole business with the the cans and uh, and that kind of stuff I thought was hilarious. Yes. Um, and I wrote a note that was Apple, but I can't remember what that was. What was the Apple thing? Oh, oh, where um uh, to get exactly five pounds of apple. Oh, um, <laughs> that was who, such a good who, one. Who? Yes. Who who is that? I can never <laughs> remember his name. He's a a famous guy who always shows up on. Is it Benny 
Is it Benny Rubin? Oh, Benny Rubin? Benny Rubin, probably, yeah. yeah. I think it was Benny Rubin. Yeah, so I thought that was that was my favorite gag. That was hilarious. Well, uh, and the fact it was visual and wouldn't have worked on radio. I, I mean, yeah. it could have. They could have said kind of what was, oh, what effect. are you doing taking a bite out of that, you know, or whatever. But, yeah. uh, no, but it, it worked really well as visual. And we'd never seen it. So many times you're doing a gag that we've heard on radio yeah. so many times. You, you might be doing it visually, but we still can connect it together and go, oh, wait a minute. I've, I've heard that one before. This was totally out of left field, and it was beautifully done, and I just, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And there was one one also uh, historical thing that I noticed, which was they mentioned the uh, bank runs of the 30s, and then how FDR closed the banks in 1933. So yeah, an interesting little, you know, reference yes. from their own sure. lives. Sure. Okay. Another historical thing that's interesting is how expensive groceries were grocery food took up something like 40 percent of the average family's budget wow back in the day it's really amazing how much less expensive food has got when they say spend 300 dollars, it's like oh my god that's like you know 1500 dollars or more in today's money right. um so indeed um yeah. uh, groceries were a huge expense and supermarkets were just um starting so uh, uh, in this time period, so it was something sort of very much in the, uh, I want to say news or something that, that's um, uh, being talked about, these giant grocery, these ever-growing grocery stores. Because previously, um, everything was behind the counter and you had to ask for it and or measure things out. And so this was a, that and rattle, rattling the carts was a new uh, a, a bit in popular culture. Yeah, I wonder if carts themselves were like a new thing because there's a, several gags with the cart. Like, and talking about the difference between uh, radio and live television, things like that, where uh, Frank Nelson and Jack Benny go behind and everyone's just sort of like hearing the noises and wondering yeah. what's going to happen. And then they come out with a, a shopping cart gag. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love the, I love the stacked cans. Yeah, because <laughs> it could have gone many different ways, and they went a way we yeah. weren't expecting. Yeah, yeah. yep. It's it's so, a, it's a great show overall. I mean, there's lots of yeah. great bits in, throughout this show. Yeah, but uh, when I thought I mentioned the cart thing, because because uh, the the cart, uh, I, just like John, I've experienced the exact same thing myself, and thought the same thing that John did. I was like. Oh, there's something I've done that's, I love it when I do something that's like Jack Benny, because I like to, you know, I like to be like Jack Benny if I can. And like, oh, yeah, I've had that same thing happen. And people making fun of me because I can't get the cart to come out. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's just oh, a, a fun thing to do. I thought of one thing that has uh, changed since then, which is the major smog problem yes. in the Los Angeles area. That's yeah. not the problem that it used to be in the 50s. Right. And the other sort of like thing that's sort of like from those days, but not so much anymore is uh, the mink, you know, like a mink used to be, you know, it's a big fluffy yeah. animal that they turn into a fur and a, a sort of like status symbol. So I think, I think, I don't know, maybe you guys know better the history about that than I do, but uh, yeah. You're yeah, absolutely it's... right. Mink used to be, you know, what every woman was supposed to dream of. It was, you know, jewels and furs. Yeah. And now, yeah. um, oh. now it's yeah. the source of the coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
yeah. Well, and and uh, Minx, I'd say it was around the seventies where Mink really started to get more of a bad name and 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 so forth, and people didn't want to wear animals anymore and that sort of thing. I mean, certainly it's still done some. I mean, I, I worked. Uh, I, I had my own Jack Betty uh, a series of moments uh, in the eighties when I was working at a temporary um, position and they'd put me out on different jobs where I would do different things for a few days and they put me on this mink uh, auction. And so I worked with this guy that was very much what you would think might be a person that would, uh, it was like having Frank Nelson be, in charge of the of, of the minks and i was his guy that helped him and he was so funny i want to see these show me these and so then i would flip the minks out. i need and have a certain way he wanted me to flip them out they'd all be on a chain and there'd be all these minks on there and he'd flip them out and he'd look through them and he'd let me figure out what he was going to bid on that lot and he'd write himself a note and then you put it back and then he, i would like to see those now and you wow. throw those down that's Wham! not what i expected uh, a mink auction to be like i figured it'd be like <laughs> there was that too that was the later part this was the part where we we're just inspecting to see what he's going to bid on the minks and then you had the and i had no idea what was going on there but, but uh, they'd get whoever would they'd get them a bit up and and uh, get them. And there was this one set of minks that I liked that was different than everything else. And I, I told him, I said, I really like these ones. And he's, he's like, yeah, those are really good, but I don't know. He, he said, I don't think you can make a long coat out of it. You have to make a short coat, but they're lovely, you know, and, and they're, they were just a different coloring than most of the others. They were like a, a tan sort of color. And, uh, and that got bit up pretty high, but he, 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 got outbid on that and he was not going to go any further on that one so he thought and then afterwards he told me he said those meats you liked he said the, those were far too expensive they went too high and so like, okay great <laughs> but it was a fun experience to do that and, uh, and none of them became mocks so uh, no, no i don't think so i do not think so they were they were going pretty pretty high as far as price goes uh anyway the um just like I said, a, a fun episode overall, just really different in the beginning. And, uh, and I, I don't know, did you, were there many references to Christmas time? I guess there were a few, right? But there were a couple, like a couple, yeah. coming in a couple weeks yeah. and some teases and things. Cause like when that. they redid it for in 61, they redid it as a, as a uh, filmed episode. And when they, they redid it as a filmed episode, they changed the title to grocery, grocery shopping, shopping, ah. which fit better than Christmas shopping. So, yeah. um, and, and, I, and I watched it because I saw that first, of course, multiple times. And so I've just gotten used to this as the grocery shopping episode. And that's what I would think of it as. I'd never really connected it to Christmas. Well, well you, would, you would kind of think that if by the early 60s, Benny's very much in syndication. And, you know, um, Christmas episodes, uh, people don't want to see them necessarily in other parts of the year. Yeah. So if you just call it grocery shopping, right. it can be shown anytime anytime day. yeah that's true well, isn't this also when uh, at the beginning when rochester said uh you know you should uh, buy one instead of relying on a raffle to get a turkey oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> that you see that exactly that's one of the pieces that ties it in um oh and then the other thing i was going to mention to me when i saw the shopping going on i couldn't really relate to it the kind of, like like kathy was saying where he was shopping didn't seem like any of our current grocery stores and things. But when I've been back visiting England and going, going to England here in the last 
15 years or so and a couple times uh their grocery shopping experience is much more similar to that it's a much more of a little hole in the wall sort of spot with a a very uh, contained little store um sort of a mom and pop feeling of the store which was more of what this store is a little bit more like so yeah but 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 on the other hand on those little stores you don't usually have a huge shopping cart that you have either so it's like different uh, little mixed together but anyway i guess we'll leave that behind um thanks everybody i hope everybody enjoys this episode that has Gin rummy with you. <laughs> now, Rochester, I want to ask you something. Why is it every time we play cards, you insist on wearing that Chinese kimono? For three reasons. It's becoming, it's comfortable, and with those big sleeves, I can't lose. <laughs> oh, so that's it. Mm-hmm. That's how you beat me. With those big sleeves. Don't get mad, boys. I was just playing a little joke on you. Well, Rochester, I'm going to tell you one. The next time we play cards, believe me, I got to hang up. There's someone at the door. (laughs) Oh, excuse me, madam. I thought that... Don, it's me! Jack, Jack, why are you doing the housework? Look, Don, I don't want to discuss it. Now, if you, if you want to sit down here, be quiet, sit down. And but, Jack, all. a big star like you, down on your hands and knees doing your housework, but this it's is... It's none of your business. But, Jack... Now, and get off of my nice, clean floor. <laughs> I sure don't know what this is all about, but it's obvious you've been working too hard. Yeah. Look, Jack, come over here and sit down. Take it easy. Relax. Come on, now. How about a game of gin rummy? (laughs) Gin rummy? Yeah. Come on, Jack, where are the cards? All right, Don. I'll play you some gin rummy. The cards are right there in the second drawer, right over there. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, Just deal them out. (laughs) 
on. Jack, what's the idea of the Chinese kimono? Don, it, it relaxes me. It's comfortable, you know, when I play cards. Well, there we are. Go ahead, Don. Oh, boy, what a hand I've got. You're gonna need it, brother. Hi, <laughs> Chester, everybody's waiting on you. We're going around again. Oh, I changed my mind, Roy. I'm going back home. I hate to stick Mr. Benning with all that housework. But you played him a game of Jen Rummy to get the afternoon off. You won it fair and square. Well, it wasn't exactly fair and square. I wore a Chinese kimono. A Chinese kimono? <laughs> what are you laughing at? At one time, I had cards so far up my sleeve, I had to go after them with a pair of chopsticks. <laughs> You're supposed to answer the phone, too. Oh, all right. <laughs> Mr. Benny's residence. Don, the downstairs maid speaking. <laughs> oh, hold on. Rochester, he wants to talk to you. Thank you, Donna. <laughs> Hello? No. No, Rochester, I won't need you now. I got everything under control. Yeah. Goodbye. What am I supposed to do when I finish the dishes? Well, you wax the floors and you wash the windows and uh, clean out the garage. Is that all? No, no, Don. At 7 o'clock, you have to prepare dinner for Rochester. He ordered ham hocks under glass. Now, uh, I gotta go to the supermarket and do some shopping. Don, so here, hang up my robe, will you? No, oh, all right. There you are. Get that? Yeah. Jack, you cheated. Don, don't be a sore loser. <laughs> now hang up my robe. All right, all right. There's somebody at the door out there. Come on in. Hello, Mr. Bain. Dennis, I'm very busy. I got a lot of things to do today. You see, so if you got something to say, say it. Well, if not, let me go. That's a fine way to talk to someone who had double pneumonia this morning. <laughs> double pneumonia? But I'm all right now. Dennis, that's a silly... If you had double pneumonia this morning, how could you come to see me now? Did you take penicillin? No, I took the sunset bus. <laughs> But all you had was probably, you probably caught a slight cold, that's all. How'd you catch it? You see, I, I wanted to play a trick on my father, so I put a pail of ice water over the door, so that when he opened the door, the ice water would fall on his head. Mm -hmm. I mean, the ice water would fall on your father? Yeah. Well, then, how did you catch cold? Testing. <laughs> 
What? It worked every time. Dennis, look, I haven't got time for this silly talk. I gotta go to the supermarket and do some shopping. Oh, but Mr. Benny, look, I want you to hear the song that I'm gonna do on your show next I haven't got time to hear it, Dennis. I gotta go and change my shirt. Oh, but I want you to hear it. Well, then sing it in the kitchen. I'll hear it in the other room. Boy, what a crouch. <laughs> Hey, I'll fix him. sing an encore? What? I said, would you like me to sing an encore? Let's 
see. What do I have to get here? Do you mind? What's first? Mother's homemade noodle soup. Dad's old-fashioned mustard. <laughs> Grandma's pickles. <laughs> Gee, the whole family's working. <laughs> See, I must be going to pick up a chicken, and I need peas, corn. I think I'll get the corn first. There's... Oh, mister. Mister. Yes? <laughs> But where's the corn department? I'm looking at it. What? I saw that act you put on with those baskets. I wasn't putting on any act. I just couldn't pry them apart, that's all. And the store ought to do something about it. Well, we might put our health food department in the parking lot and build you up on the way in. Find out is where I can get a can of corn. That's all. Well, the canned goods are right here on this counter. Well, why didn't you say so? Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. How do you do? You like some fruit? Yes. How much? How much are the oranges? Forty cents a dozen. Forty cents a dozen. How much are the apples? Oh, we got a special today. The apple's five pounds, 25 cents. All right, I'll have five pounds of apples, 25 right. cents. Five pounds of apples, come right up. Okay. There you are, five pounds, 27 cents. 27 cents? Oh, sure. You just said five pounds for a quarter. Oh, sure, that's right. But you see, this way a little more, it's 27 cents. But I don't want any more. I just want five pounds for a quarter. So I don't want any ounces more. Five pounds for a quarter. All right, all right. Don't get mad. I give. <laughs> five pounds, 25 cents. Good luck to me. Let's see. God, I didn't notice any butter here. Yeah, I wonder if we have any butter at home. I better call home and find out. Oh, there's the phone. residence, Denise, the downstairs maid speaking. Dennis, are you still there? 
Yeah, I'm washing the windows, dusting the furniture, shaking out the rugs, and I still have to do the laundry. Wait a minute. Did you play cards with Don Wilson? Yeah. What did he look like? Like Fu Manchu. <laughs> well, Dennis, he cheated you. Yeah, I know he did. I found that out. Boy, did I get even with him. You see, after the game, he got hungry. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't want to hear what you did. Look at. Will you go to the uh, refrigerator, find out if we if I need any butter, will you please? Yeah, hold the line. Okay. Is there any butter in there? Dennis, let me out of here. <laughs> Benny, I don't know about butter, but you got 300 pounds of lard in there. Wonderful store. Gosh, even the telephones give stamps. Let's see, what else do I have to get now? I don't know. I guess I might as well look around. How do you do? I might as well look around there. Oh, mister. Mister. Uh, yes, can I be of a si Oh, it's you again. Look <laughs> at can you tell me what where I can get hey, wait a minute. Why did you make such a drastic cut in the alphabet soup? Because we just discovered that the alphabet in these cans is in Latin. In Latin? How could they make a mistake like that? It was no mistake. When this soup was made, that was the language. Imagine making up a silly joke like that. I never heard anything like it here. Hey, wait a minute. Look at the directions. Friends, Romans, countrymen. <laughs> Keep it in a cool chariot. <laughs> Gee. Old soup like that can make you sick. <laughs> well, three cents a can, I can chance it. <laughs> And how about you? I'll wait here. Mr. Benny? Mr. Benny? Yes? Can I please have your autograph on my comic book? Oh, I certainly, Sonny. Let's <laughs> uh, see, of course. Uh, see, what's your name, first name? Tommy. Tommy, all right. To Tommy from Jack Benny. Yeah. You know, Mr. Benny, I play the violin, too. Oh, really? I've been playing for two years. Oh, well, how well do you play? Pretty good. <laughs> That's wonderful. You play like me? 
I used to. Here, here's your autograph. Thinks he's smart because he's got freckles. Gosh, I gotta get some frozen foods here. And there's that same fella. I hate to ask him. He's always got a smile. <laughs> hey, mister. Yeah, is it you? Yeah, it's me. It's me. Now, where, where do I get the frozen foods? Here? Go to the shelf between G and I. What? Go to the shelf between G and I. That's a silly. Why did you just tell me to go to A? Remember, you said it. I didn't. <laughs> The can is half price. to look chickens please the chicken i think yes sir i'm sure you'll find these chickens are very nice and they're only 59 cents a pound 59 cents a pound well, that's for a right chicken that's a lot isn't it well these chickens are very nice and i can guarantee they're fresh oh oh did you just kill them i only killed three the smog got the rest <laughs> Oh, yeah. Gee, I can still see the tears in their eyes. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. I'll tell you what, give me a pound of frankfurters. Yes, sir. One pound of frankfurters coming up. Here we are. Now, these are very nice. Uh, one pound, two ounces. Look, wait a minute. Hold it. I don't want a pound and two ounces. I just want one Why can't I get what I want? I want one pound of frankfurters. That's all. I don't want a pound and two ounces. Okay. <laughs> Everybody bites, nobody cuts. Oh, will that be all? Yes, I think. No, no, that's not all. I want a pound of raw liver. <laughs> came in fresh this morning. And Isn't that lovely? Just what I want, just a pound of raw liver. <laughs> One pound, three ounces. I don't want any three ounces. I only want a pound of raw liver. Okay. 
This is a consumer health alert for women using the Morena IUD for birth control. Morena may be associated with uterine perforation, embedment, migration of the device, the need for surgical removal, or other serious complications. If you or a loved one suffered from any of these complications, call this number immediately. Call 800-590-6974. That's 800-590-6974. Protect your rights. Call 800-590-6974. That's 800-590-6974. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed the show. Now, these things actually do not happen in a supermarket. Except to me. <laughs> Any store, this happens to me. Oh, Frank, Frank Nelson, would you come out here, please? Uh, 366 North Camden Drive, please. 